even when I'm down. Got my head in the clouds and my feet on the ground. I got big dreams. Yeah, we've got big dreams here in the Genius Lab, and I'm so happy for you to be here today. In the last podcast, we talked about things that were not your fault, okay? DNA, ancestral imprints, uh, social protocols, religious dogma, these sorts of things that that get... Um, forced on you when you're when you're growing up and when you live in a particular culture. Okay, so a lot of the ways that you've been trained to think and act are not actually in alignment with your core values, uh, simply because they've been imposed upon you. Today, we're going to talk about stuff that is your fault. Okay, (laughs) you got off the hook. And it's nice to know that not everything in your life is your fault. But these are some things that that are And it's, this is probably the hardest chapter of, of the book that, that I wrote, uh, in release your shit and reclaim your power. Part of reclaiming your power is releasing the, the, the things that cause you pain and, and taking responsibility for who or how they, who did it or how they happened, including yourself. And this chapter was about me taking responsibility for myself and the choices that I made. And the one thing that you are responsible for are the choices that you make. Yes, we have all kinds of influences and, and that is absolutely should be taken into consideration. On the other hand, the choices that you make and the things that you do, if you pull the trigger, it's your responsibility. Pardon me, just having a little tea here, a little mate. So probably one of my biggest uh, errors that I made in my life um, didn't make any sense because I finally got everything I wanted and then I completely wrecked it. Um, So I realized that the choices that I made were my fault and I, I blew it. Now, is life over? Hell no. Okay, I thought it was for a while, but uh, I made some I made some really bad choices. Um, I had I I was a buyer for Nordstrom for many years, and and uh, in that uh, in, I was very good at that job, and I always ended up getting the getting assigned to the stores that um, were not doing well because I had a I had a knack for turning things around. A knack for motivating people and building teams, building highly effect, effective teams, and um, so anyway, I during that time I got recruited by a, a startup company, a startup athletic shoe company, and it basically was my dream job. I made my own schedule. I made a ton of money. I had fun. All as I did was was hang out with professional athletes and 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 aerobic uh, teachers. Uh, this was back in the back in the uh, mid '80s, and uh, I just I loved my job. It was great. I I hit a whole new level of of financial success that I had always dreamt of, and um, and then I fueled. By drugs and and alcohol, um, my life went completely out of control. And I had an overinflated ego and an exaggerated sense of self and a complete lack of social protocol. (laughs) And I just thought the world was mine and, and I could do whatever I wanted to do without consequence. 
And that was not true. And it basically took me from my highest high to my lowest low to the point where literally I remember sitting in my living room with a bottle of Tangeray uh, gin on one knee and a nine millimeter uh, locked and loaded ready to go uh, in the other hand because I really felt that life was over and there was no point in continuing. And it was a very, very dark time. And it came from the choices that I made. As I, as I began to do the work in my life to recover from that, um, I realized that the, the consequences of our choices don't have to be permanently attached, okay? And I'm going to say that directly to you. The consequences of your choices do not always have to be permanently attached to you. I don't care what they are, okay? So think about that for a minute. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what the consequences are. The, your past, okay, things from the past do not define who you are today, okay? Whatever you've done in the past, okay, your past does not define you now. Really own that because that is probably the one, the one subject that I work with over and over and over, especially with the tactical resilience coaching, where I help people uh, remove trauma without reliving the drama. It's a really, really powerful process. And it's for this sort of thing. When we have consequences, now and now some consequences are are bigger than others and some you know i know uh i know people who have had uh, who have had flings with with women and gotten them pregnant and now they have kids um that consequence stays with you <laughs> and um and but the negative aspect of that consequence doesn't have to doesn't have to define you you can create new relationships so on and so forth so so I made these choices to have this crazy life. I destroyed my, my dream job and really went into a deep, uh, a deep place. But then when, as I was doing the work and I realized that, that my past doesn't define me now um, and, the, and the fact that the consequences of my choices, I don't have to keep with me. People mo so many people beat themselves up for things they did in the past that, that they can't undo and that is mostly just about punishing themselves for something they wish they hadn't done, okay? So, knock it off. <laughs> so, so, so you're, you're, the choices that you make are one thing that, you're, that, that is your fault, that you're responsible for. And, and, and I'm going to move forward into some other things that are, that are your fault as well. And uh, one of the things also is defending, defending your point of view, okay? The first thing are, that you're responsible for are the choices you make. Now, and, and this is a choice that you make. It kind of fits into that subheading. But it's it, one of the things that you're responsible for is defending your point of view. You've heard the term, pick your battles carefully, well, this is something that's really important because um, a lot of times people have a point of view and we see that in our world today more than ever, I think, because there's such a divide uh, politically and socially where people 
have to defend their point of view and they, they don't want to give in and, and more than ever. I learned this back in my, in my, uh, seminary days. Uh, right out of high school, I, I went on tour with a band. The band fell apart. A friend of mine talked me into going down to this uh, uh, Bible college in uh, California, and we were going to be in a rock and roll band and save the world for Jesus. Okay. The thing that I noticed during my years in school, uh, in Bible college and seminary, is that I fought more with people than ever any other time in my life because I had to defend my point of view. And the thing about defending your point of view is, <laughs> I hate to <laughs> burst your bubble, but it's only your point of view. <laughs> the thing that I realized in the theology world was theology is a lot like politics. You know, you pick one side or the other, and then you fight over it. And if you look historically, there have been many, many people that have been killed over theological issues. A freaking point of view, <laughs> okay? It's nuts. So choose your battles wisely. A lot of things that you, a lot of, uh, another thing that you're responsible for, which is kind of in this same, same vein, is defending your core values, okay? So one of the things that we're seeing a lot today in society is people applying their personal core values on other people. And the thing that you have to realize is those are your core values, own them, live them, but they are not the world's core values. Not everybody is going to value the same thing as you do. And this is where we get into shoulds and supposed tos that, that can be very deadly. Um, I remember working in, well, working in the TRP training, you know, we're, we're removing trauma and somebody brought up the point, well, how, what we shouldn't, we shouldn't. Uh, relieve trauma from things that people do that are wrong or that are bad. Well, right there, we're stepping into playing God about what's good and what's bad. Okay? So, you don't get to choose other people's core values. And what's really important, if you want to get into a fight, start imp uh, imparting your core values on someone who does not have that same core value. Uh, I guarantee you, you're going to get a fight. So you can stand for your core values and stand in integrity, but you don't have to make, it's not helpful to, to make other people have to adhere to your core values. They're yours. So defending your point of view, that's your, that's your responsibility. If you do that and you get into a fight, you own it, do what you need to do to fix it and, and get over it. Defending your core values, same kind of thing. This can cause a lot of ripples and, and I would, again, choose your, choose your battles wisely. Um, people who live in different societies often have different core values and Oftentimes, instead of beating them over the head with yours, what I've found very helpful is to open my mind to theirs. It doesn't mean I change mine. It just means I understand theirs. So that's another thing that's your fault, <laughs> okay? Another thing that's your fault, and this one, again, you can be very well-meaning, but protecting loved ones. And I can't tell you how many arguments I got into with my ex-wife, um, notice it's ex-wife, um, by simply trying to defend her. And somebody would say something and I would, I would pitch in and I would be the guy, you know, her knight in shining armor. And then she would get pissed at me, you know, I can protect myself. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Yeah, sorry. So I would get into I get into trouble by protecting the loved ones, and and basically it's doing something for someone that they haven't asked you to do. Okay, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. So the 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 choices that you make, the ideals that you hold to be dear to you, are yours. Don't put them on other people. Your core values are your core values. Don't put them on, on other people. And if somebody doesn't ask you to defend them, don't defend them. <laughs> so it's really funny as I was writing this chapter, I'm like, oh my God, I made so many interesting choices and they had such crappy results in a, in a, lot, of, in a lot of cases. But I learned from all of them. And then I also learned where I had a good heart Okay, I had good intention, but it wasn't, I didn't have permission. Okay, so the thing to remember with some of these things when you look back on relationships that have fall apart, fallen apart or friendships that have fallen apart, people that, you know, don't like you <laughs> and so on and so forth. Um, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person and you did anything wrong. It simply means that you made some choices that maybe were above your pay grade, or maybe you should have asked permission to, to intervene rather than just stepping in. Okay. And then the last thing that is your responsibility, <laughs> I'm just going to jump right into this is um, just painful acts of pure selfishness. <laughs> okay. Now you may not have ever done this. Cheers. I'm having some tea here. Thank you. Um, keep the throat warm and functional. Um, but there, there was a time in my life where I just was reckless and I just made painful acts of pure selfishness. I cheated on my wife. I met a, a, a girl that I just completely fell for, and we had this just wild uh, relationship. Um, it was awesome. It was really fun. It was what I was missing in my relationship with my wife. And um, I'll tell you, the, the emotional rush of that fling was was better than cocaine but it caused a lot of damage and i had to i had to own it and after working through the situation with my wife who ended up forgiving me eventually was the realization that i had acted recklessly and purely from selfish from selfishness um satisfying my own perceived needs. And I had caused a lot of damage and a lot of hurt to many, many people. So forgiving myself was one of the hardest things. So think about what you are responsible for, the choices you make, the, the views that you defend, the core your core values. Are you beating people up with them? Um, are, you, are you making you know, acts of pure selfishness? Okay, fine. If you did a, it, it, whatever you've done, you have an option. And we're going to talk about this in the next, one, the next uh, podcast. And that is, are you going to let the things that you have done that you are responsible for prevent you from moving forward in a powerful way?
Okay. Are they going to be fuel for you to move forward or are they going to be an anchor that holds you back? Okay. This is where the emotional clearing technique is really, really powerful because it removes the negative emotions that were caused by acts of selfishness or things that you've, that you've done that are your fault, that are your responsibility that you can't seem to let yourself go from. So let's move forward. Let's move into an empowered now. And remember your past does not define you now. That's it for today. Have a great one. And by all means, keep looking up. <laughs>